Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to the AirBuds Podcast, you little, you little sick freak. You're a sicko, and you're here and you're with us. And my name is Jamel Johnson. Shalom, my babies. My name is Peter Moses. Happy New Year, little nigga. Thank you. Happy New my Year to you. My name is Mike Banner. Joey McJuju. <laughs> Uh, happy New Year, happy basketball, guys. You know what, guys? This is, I believe, season seven or season eight of us doing this podcast. This might be season ten, dude. It feels like a hundred. Eight. I think we're on season eight, bro. I think it's eight. We started I in 2016. Eight, yeah. yeah. And then they snuck a season in. Oh, but that was to make up. So it has been eight. Right. We're approaching today's NBA Media Day, and we're going to get to all of that. We're going to talk about Damian Lillard becoming a Milwaukee Buck. We're going to talk about Jimmy Butler's newest hairstyle. But uh, before we get to that, we just want to, I don't know, make a little business announcement, right? Yeah, I think it's time for some business. Oh my god, I love commerce! Everybody's favorite. Oh good. Peter hit the long applause button. Please stop. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, if you're hearing this on the main feed and wondering, hey, didn't these guys go Patreon only about six months ago? Yeah, we did, but uh 
The boys are back in town. Diddly yeah, we're back. We're, fr- we're frunken back. That's right. After uh, a few months of, uh, I don't know, confusion, uh, let's just say we have a new a new feed and it's a new us. Well, same mm-hmm. feed. Well, same um, feed for you, but different behind different the Different ass. Feed. Different yeah. behind for show. Different yes. ass cheeks. We, we got the say BBL. thank you and wish all of the best to our former host, Blue Wire Pods. Thank you, Blue Wire. Thank you for... Thank no you, applause. Dr. Miami. No, hold the applause. Hold the applause. Thank you, Dr. Miami. Oh, wait, hold on. I have some, um, I got something better for them. Thank you, Blue Wire. All right, so yeah, we're not on Blue Wire anymore. We're by ourselves. Back to being independent and uh, on a new software platform, which uh, I'm already liking. I mean, yeah, this is the, good. This is the professional shit, Mike. This is what the pros use, and by pros, I mean. I think once again, we thank Blue Wire for <laughs> for hosting us. <laughs> we thank them. <laughs> But it's time that we work with some fucking professionals. Uh, We still will be doing patreon.com slash airbudspod. You still will be getting, if you subscribe, for $5 a month, new episodes every week, new bonus shows. Uh, If if you haven't been subscribing, you've missed out on... uh, some uh, bonus shows like Jamel's It in Bennerville, which is our Resident Evil 4 remake podcast, which where Jamel walks me through playing uh, the classic horror game. Uh, you've missed one-offs, like where we uh, 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 occasionally go, Airbuds go to the movies. Dozens of episodes where I couldn't make it because I had two infant children. Yeah. Maybe we'll hear the return of In the Criminal Podcast System. <laughs> But then on top of all that, you just get a bonus episode of the Airbuds, uh, and you get access to our Discord, which is still an active community in which we love it. Uh, everyone's ch- ch- talking there all day long. It's been popping off today because of NBA Media Day. Oh, I'm thinking we're back. We're back, baby. Airbuds, uh, patreon.com slash airbudspod if you want to join us. But uh, you know what? We'll be hitting your feed every Tuesday with a new episode. You know, we could feed. also live stream this on YouTube or Twitter if we wanted to. What the, they, we still using Periscope? Uh, comment below if you want us to use Periscope or YouTube or whatever. What if I was like we could only do it on Rumble? Wait, what the fuck is Rumble? Like the old N64 thing? It's like Bumble where you fight? Isn't Rumble the one where you fight? The alt-right one? I thought it was Bumble where you fight. I don't know what you're on, Peter, but uh, I'm not on there. 8chan? I'm on 12chan now. I've elevated. Nice. Um, uh, well, that's enough yeah. for business, guys, because we've got other business to go get to the business of Media Day. Woo! Nobody claps at Media Day, by the way. I don't think there's <laughs> never that's a not, applause. I don't know. I clapped for Jimmy Butler's... Um, all right, let's go. I'll let's uh, go around and draft uh, <laughs> who you thought Jimmy Butler looked like the most. I'll go first. Chris Angel. This girl I went to high school with. 
Uh, Yvonne Orgy in later seasons of Insecure. Uh, a uh, former manager I had for talent representation. Um, 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 them and them, somebody who used to bully Malcolm in the middle. Uh, Pete Wentz in that picture uh, where Bruno Mars is like a teenager and a surprise to see him on the street. Dude, remember when we did a fantasy football draft with Pete Wentz at the Buffalo Wild Wings? Yes. <laughs> that team. Let's not talk about it. We're back on the regular feed. Yeah, no, we're back on the regular <laughs> Hey, listen. Oh, we can't talk hey, about that uh, on the regular feed? Welcome back to basketball. Uh, listen, uh, without uh, just uh, breaking anybody's confidence. Benner had me draft. Uh, this is when I was like, you know, five leagues deep. And Benner was just like, yo, I don't know anything about football. Will you draft for me at this Buffalo Wild Wings? I was Lakes? in a football league with a bunch of people, Pete Wentz being one of them. But I didn't know. I was just there because I was friends with some of them. And I didn't uh, know anything about football. So I had Peter come one year. This was probably like seven years ago when like drafting two running backs first was like very, I don't know, risque. Mm -hmm. But I drafted like Cedric Benson and like another running back, and we made it basically to the finals, just dominating. Yeah, I think we lost the championship. Yeah. But we we were we were there, and it was literally just because of you. Because I all the only input I had was naming my team the CTE heads. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, and then Peter ran everything else. I mean, had y'all won that championship, you would have got to meet Babyface. Yeah. Another time. Uh, that close. That close. Jimmy Butler once again, uh, just the you know, just the reigning troll of the NBA at the moment. It used to belong to Joel Embiid back before uh, he had a kid. Is he the funniest? Jimmy Butler. It, I, I don't know if Jeff Teague's still in the league or too relevant, but he probably no. had the best off season. But is Jimmy Butler like the funniest best player in the NBA now? Where like the arc of funny and very good. Yeah, if you he's put that like, like on, a, on like an axis, on like a an X and Y axis, I think he's got to be the highest rated, funniest, and best player. I because they have this I picture mean, of him just like they did last year for all of their promotion throughout the entire year, right? I mean, his fantasy roster, everything. The the first photo of every him time on ESPN has to be year. like the Miami Heat are playing the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're going to show this picture of him looking like an Andre 3000 had a baby. And let's not forget, there he's also wearing a fake eyebrow <laughs> ring, too. <laughs> um, Jamel, you've, you've interacted, well, both of you, actually, at this point, have probably interacted with many more professional athletes than I have. But I was having a conversation earlier uh, with a friend, friend of the podcast, Andrew Moore, actually. And uh, she did the live show. So, yeah, she's been on the feed before, yeah. right? Hey, yeah, I think so. Um, we were talking about how uh, there is funny and then there's athlete funny where it's like there are people that are funny that actually can tell jokes. But then there's like athletes who like think they're funny, but really maybe they're just kind of fun, but they're like not actually funny. He I mean, OK, so Dame Lillard is to rapping as Jimmy Butler is to comedy. Are we well, there? I was going to say Dame Lillard is to rapping as like Shaq is to comedy, whereas I think Jimmy might actually like be truly well, funny hold on there i i feel like you're underplaying a long 
rich history of Shaq being legit funny. Shaq's not always funny, but like Shaq Shaq has been. He used to produce specials. Like stand-up. The Platinum Comedy Series. I think we're giving him a lot of credit because he's willing to show up on the set of Jackass and have people hit him with tennis ball guns or whatever, or like wrestle with Steve-O. But like, there's just like being fun and down for a thing that involves comedy and being actually funny yourself. Yeah, Shaq, there was a few years where Shaq was not funny at all, too. Like early barbecue chicken, not funny. And then he got funny. He he re-got funny. He was funny in the 90s. Then he got really not funny. He used to put his ass cheeks on people and, like, fart on microphones. And it was just, like, not. And then it got even worse when he got the TNT job. But now I would say, he's back. Like, fully back. Uh, Shaq getting pushed into the Christmas tree by Kenny on the TNT show is, like, one of the funniest. Yeah, that, that was, was like his one return. of the funniest things. But that's not but, him being funny. That's him being fun. But that's nah, but funny. That is funny, dude. If you're willing to get pushed into a tree, you also you knew have it was to like. Be funny. You can't expect Shaq to be like fucking like Mitch Hedberg. You know what I mean? Like, he's not gonna like. You have to kind of you know. Work with what you got. I think because we love Shaq, maybe we're giving him more credit. He's kind of like the funny guy in the office who just quotes like Anchorman. It's like, ha, 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 that's funny. But it's like, you're not funny. You're quoting Anchorman. But he's quoting the good parts, not just the ones from the, the ad or the trailer. He's like quoting like the racist uh, dinner scene in Anchorman 2, <laughs> but it's still kind of funny because he can get. he's just like that good at the delivery. Yeah. Charismatic okay. attic. All, all that to say is I think Jimmy Butler might truly be funny. But so you mentioned Dame before. Was that saying you think Dame is legit a good rapper when you were comparing them, Jamel? He is a proficient rapper. He is a great athlete rapper. Which once again, this Jimmy Butler understands a joke and is willing to so execute would you a say, joke. He didn't do anything. He showed up with the hair. I mean, he said he was emo. Would you say Dame is more like Jimmy Butler being funny or Shaq being funny? kind of want to say it's more like uh not Shaq because he only does it once a year like Dame does. Jimmy's not funny the, the rest I'm, of the I'm, year. I'm losing the thread on all of it. Uh, it <laughs> <laughs> Dame Dame is a really great and you know what's funny we didn't even get into his his farewell song oh, that yeah, he yeah. Uh, last week when we did our entire hour and a half on Damian Lillard. How is the song? I, I every time I scroll by it on Instagram, I can't do it. Same. It that, that to me, it's just a little. Why is Dame rapping, uh, kind of cringe to me a little bit? Because it's cringe. Because it's definitely. Well, because you know like, he doesn't have to. The illusion of the rapper is they need to be rapped to survive, and they used to kill people and, you know, sell um illegal candy. They used to sell Mexican coke. That's what I think about when I for, see Drake. Uh, that's for sure. Less than a dollar a bottle, and you know, do you dig? So when you know a guy doesn't need it, it's like, ah, this is kind of weird. Here's the opening line of "Farewell" by Dame Dalla. I'd be in pocket most days, but I got some nutty in me. It's why I pull up in that butter Bentley. <laughs> Do 
Ben, are you delivering that with the mustache was so principal's office? That was crazy principal's office. So here's what was written on the bathroom stall, Jamel. (laughs) Similar to the rap you put out on YouTube. You guys like rap, huh? Let me tell you about the first guy that ever rapped a rap. William Shakespeare, the immortal bar. Oh, I, I thought he was going to say Jesus Christ, but uh, could have gone either. It was yeah, 50, yeah, I thought he was going to go with Jesus Christ, but then he spun it. Uh, let me ask you this. Is Dame snitching on his cousin in the sign? Uh, yeah, it's that perfect balance shit that all you busters envy, and I'm still cooking shit just like my cousin Kenny. I think Kenny's yeah, just, just, a, just chef? a chef. Is it Kenny really? Might just, Kenny might just Maybe be just a chef. I'm hearing balance shit and cooking. I'm thinking about like cutting up coke on a. Or he's like a great baker, you know. Uh, Yeah, exactly. He makes salmon. When Kenny has a cupcake shop, who are you going to apologize to, Mike? I mastered being P, and now I see no limits. Okay. Okay. Um, P, is he going to start like selling slang for Oakland? Uh, is he going to start selling cereal like Master P? I almost bought yeah, some I Master so, P yeah. cereal the other day. Brodus, Brodus Farms or whatever. What's his company called? Brodus Grains. Snoop Dogg and Master P are selling cereal together. Uh, here, last couple lines. So the fans, man, I love you. It's unconditional. Reasons for me leaving the city is nothing typical. So it's imperative not to believe the narrative. Just know that what I left is better than what I inherited. Yeah, true. The Blazers are a a, a known entity, a household. I don't name. know if it makes me. I don't know if it makes me cranky or old, but I think him taking out a page in the newspaper probably would have been the way to go. <laughs> well, I think what was weird about it was that it came out like two hours after the trade so he clearly already had it recorded um like it takes like five hours to upload a song to spotify so the fact that it came out like so long means he like probably did it that morning um here's the problem with anyone that's not jimmy butler Shaq, is like athletes are really busy like you're really really busy so there is this part of it that feels kind of it has to be pre-planned or kind of squeezed into a schedule that would otherwise not feel i don't know like if he like got traded and then you know went to the studio and poured his heart out but he can't because he's got to train it's just i mean until he does a song with victor oladipo (laughs) i just don't know what else to say nba edition right we need that in every way yeah i would love that um I think what's cringe about Dame rapping is that the... Ebony and Ebony live together in perfect... Honestly, that's better than what I had planned, which was a Victor Oladipo R. Kelly analogy, which I will now not do. (laughs) Thank you, Peter. (laughs) All right. In the rare instance where Michael Jackson was the lesser of two evils. Victor Oladipo himself? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that um, what Michael Jackson had? Listen, Isn't that what that was called, uh, Victor Oladipo? That's why he had to bleach his skin because he had Victor Oladipo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Is that not what that's called? <laughs> no, it is. It is. No, why y'all laughing? He had Victor Oladipo. <laughs> Let's get back to media day. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking we're back. Jimmy Butler, you killed it. Way to go. The, the big star of media day. I would say other uh, highlights include Damian Lillard and Giannis uh, teaming up. Um, Dame was talking about uh, the pick and roll between him and Giannis uh, and how he doesn't see how it's he was like man I don't know how anybody's going to guard it like he was almost like worried about other people um, can I throw something out to you guys we talked about it a little bit last time I did some I, I did some research yeah. I'm so glad you're bringing this in up in the pick and roll as a roller Giannis is like in the 47th percentile of like of best players in the league, which is, you know, exactly like almost in the middle. Thomas Bryant range. Yeah. Um, and Gian- it's not to say Giannis is bad. Giannis is obviously good. He also doesn't roll to the rim on a, off a pick and roll a lot. But like, is this uh, is this pick and roll going to be as deadly as, as we're being told it's going to be? Or is it going to take a while for them to not. figure it out? Are they going to figure it out halfway through the season? I mean, what is the offense? What is, what should Giannis be doing on offense as a guy who has a soggy jumper and is just really strong and fast? Where do you put him? And where and you have a now you have a point guard who can shoot from forty feet away. I think the spacing that he's going to provide is more concerning than Giannis and his soggy jumper. Like I think just I the, think it's. Yeah, I think he's like he's just gonna be harder to. I bet Giannis is higher in that rating this year, for sure. Well, let me ask y'all this: What do you think this looks like? It's a pick and roll, but it's right at the fucking half court line, and he just he either shoots it or he gives it to Giannis, who has a full head of steam. Who he's either he's just gonna get foul calls. I honestly think that would be Giannis. like the best use of Giannis in that situation because what he is literally best at is running coast to coast and scoring or drawing a foul. That is like his number one weapon on on offense. What's crazy? And then when you try to clamp it down, you have Chris Middleton there to catch whatever. If Dame can just hit him, you know what I'm saying? It is crazy. I feel like I could very easily be persuaded that this makes – this feels like a very sliding doors trade more than I've ever experienced in our time together where I feel like anyone who makes an argument that the Bucks are instantly the favorites in the East or that the Bucks got worse because of their lack of defense and perimeter uh, depth now, I believe both of them wholeheartedly. I can easily be persuaded by both. And then I can also be persuaded that Drew Holiday ending up on the Celtics makes them the favorite in the East or that the Celtics have somehow basically given away four of their top eight players that were a game away from the finals last year and are probably going to be worse because they replaced them with Drew Holiday and Kristaps Porzingis. So I I feel like are all four of those, all four of those can't be true, but I feel like either of you could persuade me to believe any of those opinions like i've heard like i, I just do, do either of you feel strongly about either of like the ways that you feel about these teams based on what happened in the last 48 hours 
I mean, I just I feel that the Bucks are good and they've been good and they're gonna remain good. Do you think they got better or worse? That's, I mean, I think they got. Yeah, they got better. I think they got better, and um, I don't. I think that the Celtics tried to get Porzingis in the true Hol- Drew Holiday trade, and Portland was like, "Nah." Can- I think they asked. Don't you, don't you think they asked? Like, are you sure y'all don't want Porzingis? I mean, we might as well just. I don't know that. Are you allowed to trade him after you got him so quickly? I guess so, right? I don't think they. I don't know when he's eligible. Sometimes you need to wait till like December or January. To but trade why wasn't Drew? Already has well, to I- trade it. But how come Drew wasn't like Yeah, Because they technically the made it into a four-team deal because the three-team deal wasn't finalized yet. Oh, so they just kind of waited on the fax machine and figured out where they were rerouting him? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which was different you than the Carmelo because Carmelo, Carmelo had a jersey printed because it was midseason. Remember when he went to Atlanta? The Hawks, the, the Mellow, the Hawks jersey? So are you, Ben, are you more, you think Milwaukee got better or worse? Well, I do want to point out, by the way, we are uh, 23 minutes in and we are only just now uh, starting to talk about the Drew Holiday trade. Uh, I want to point out uh, everyone else got their Drew Holiday trade emergency podcast out. You know the Air Buds. We never do emergency podcasts. No. The, the only time we did was Steph, his penis. Remember when he um, had his meat out? That was the only emergency pod we did. <laughs> I was in the car. I was on the highway. Me and Teron were on the highway. I was in Virginia. This was like midnight, East Coast time. I was hammered. Jamel, get get on the fucking pod. We just saw fucking Steph Curry schwanz. Steph Curry has a boner. Jamel. That's how it seemed to me at the time. Um, But, yeah, I think uh, to answer your question, um. And then I have an alternate uh, uh, side observation um, about me and myself and my own feelings. Uh, I think the Bucks are are good. Uh, I think they got better. I think Damian Lillard and makes them a the best offense in the East. Probably uh, the defense is going to be questionable because it's going to be him and Chris Middleton. So what? Brooke Lopez and. Giannis are going to have to pick up all the slack. Who knows how that affects them on the offensive end when suddenly Giannis is like having to cover so much ground on defense to, to slide over or help protect the rim. Um, but I think overall, like they got better. I don't see how the Celtics are better. They got rid of like past like five years. The Boston media mafia has been telling us like well, Jason Taylor and Jayla Brown are great, but like the real heroes are Marcus Smart and, and Robert Williams and all these role players who just make the team go. And now they're like, all those role players are gone. And well, then Drew Holiday I, and Kristaps Porzingis are in their place. So I think the thing about Robert Williams is, I think the team probably was like, his knee is just not going to be the same. Not to say that he can't have a great career still or whatever, but they was just like, look, we got Jason and Jalen for this amount of time, and I don't think Robert Williams, once he got hurt, it just, I think they was just like, fuck it, after this year. With him. Mm-hmm. Now, getting rid of Marcus Smart, I still think is dumb. And Grant Williams. Yeah. Grant who Williams is that who now the Bucks need. The Bucks need to figure out how to kidnap Grant Williams. I heard this on the on the Billy Simi pod. But they basically just got rid of like four players who didn't get along with Joe Mazzuzza. It's like, how many players are you going to choose over a coach who 
kind of ran you out of the playoffs. Listen, man, it's it's Christ and me or y'all. And they chose you know what they did. You know didn't you like know what the Catholics of, did. Didn't all of like Joe Mazzuz's uh uh coaching staff leave him also this offseason? Well, he was kind of the coach because all of the staff left. Right. But no, I think I think literally like Oh, didn't maybe Damon Stoudemire left or something like I that? I think like three or four people left. Some went to Ime Adoka in Houston, but like he didn't like it's a team that like went to the finals and he didn't inspire any of them to stay. Interesting. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. I'll say that. I don't know. I I think the Celtics are the one thing that is the thing if you believe the Celtics got better, it's that you've turned Marcus Smart dribbling and thinking that he should take a three-pointer at a crucial point of a playoff game into Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday, so not a noted excellent playoff performer himself. He, he's been known no, to but go very could, cold like, shooting-wise in the playoffs. But, but better team, than Jalen Brown dribbling the ball off of his foot. He needs to shoot less than ever on this here team. Uh, I mean, at least that's their plan. You're you're hoping Porzingis, because Porzingis is a guy who's gonna get a lot of shots. If their plan is for him to exist and be healthy, he's getting a lot of. That's some new shots coming in. That's supposed. He's Everybody. supposed to be the one. Every time Jalen dribbles it off his foot, that's supposed to be a shot for Porzingis. Now, now we're talking about Boston and the state of their team. Did anything interesting happen with them? Uh, on the media day, I who was the say... most racist person they had at the media day? Oh, that was probably uh, Connor McNally, David Duke. Um, <laughs> whoa, I think. Uh, did you see Derek White? His new haircut. Nah, what's he doing? Is it gone? Is he bald? He shaved it all off, and it looks yeah, good. Yeah. It's yeah, an improvement. Sh- I'm very happy sh- for him. I saw he shaved it a few weeks ago. Well, he had like a seven head, you know. He was, yeah, and he that, said that, that hairline was, yeah, the type of stuff that he, cho- yeah. he chopped off this little Mike little Epps puff I had here. Like his hairline's like, it's like someone. It's like he put on a pair of headphones and was like, yeah, just take it up to the headphones. <laughs> yeah, he cut a ball in half and said, "Give me the half ball, <laughs> the half." Hey, and, hey Ter- Derek White is a is a fine guard for them. I mean, I guess they're quite great. Be, and they, I, mean, yeah. I think they're lucky that they kept them. Yeah. I mean, you had to. They had, well, they had to. to keep somebody. Yeah. <laughs> they got rid of all the other light-skinned dudes, you know? I'm like, ah, shit. I'm only thinking about these handful of teams in the East. What is happening in the West? How's the Lakers media day been? Is it just LeBron? Like, uh, well, before we go, off, before we go full on West, are you, I mean, are we, we're just agreeing that the 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 Sixers are are just in absolutely I don't mid season dumpster fire form, right? And let me let me let me okay. So uh, an adjacent thing to the Drew Holiday trade was holding out a hope for you know some long shot where they could work out a deal to get Drew Holiday, which was never going to happen. Probably they would have to like involve a third team to, to offer more picks, um, so then it would have become like a nineteen team trade. Um, they didn't get him, uh, and I think it just goes to show you. Um, I know I, I've been saying, like, I I want Harden back. I want Harden back. Just come back. It's the best thing for both the Sixers and Harden. It's definitely 
not happening and seeing how today he didn't show up for media day and he also deleted his Instagram probably because his, his like manager was like, bro, I'm not giving you fucking Instagram stories on the day where you're not showing up to media because you know, he's at a club with little baby doing something, but not getting drew holiday just goes to show you that like averaging 20, 12 and eight, uh, doesn't matter for shit when you request three trades in five years. If like, he is with little baby, does that mean little baby's a bad friend? No, that's a bad even friend. When you're, even when your friends at the lowest, you still got to like take him out and hang out with him. Nah, but not when he's skipping work and shit. Hey, don't you got work? And then James could be like, no, 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 I don't got work. And then they're like at the bar and they see he's missing media day. Jamel, that's the forbidden hang. That's what makes it sexy, you know? Yeah, true. I forgot their dating. Playing hooky. Um, Sixers media day. Uh, Kelly Oubre uh, Jr. said something to the effect of, uh, I'm just happy to be here because the fans really I care. I bet he is. What's that? I bet he is fucking happy to be there. Uh, he said, I, I'm used to playing in cities that have no hope. <laughs> <laughs> give it well, give it seven weeks my he's guy gonna let him know <laughs> yeah uh joel Embiid, uh yesterday on sunday t- tweeted after the drew holiday trade went through uh well this was a fun off season lol uh clearly you know maybe a little unhappy about what what's happening um was asked about that today and he just said it wasn't a fun off season i'm just happy that a lot of guys got to go play where they want to play. And, hey, I got married. <laughs> it's just like just trolling the media. You said it right before we started recording. Uh, one of you did. I can't remember. But uh, that maybe this is the return to peak Troel Embiid. Oh, it was me. Yeah, Troel's back. And I think I'm ready for it this time. I think last time Troel was out, I couldn't handle it because it was also happening while the Wizards were falling apart. And he was trying to kill Mo Wagner, <laughs> so I just was having some personal issues with it. And but I think I'm ready, Troel. Please come back. Oh, one more highlight from the Sixers media day. Uh, Patrick Beverly referred to himself as a consummate professional. He is something. He is He's a consummate. Definitely a guy that has gotten ejected from games for shoving people to the floor. Yeah, that's not professional. You can't shove a guy at work, right? That's the least professional thing you can do. It's up there. There's probably worse things, but that's like... Well, there's definitely pull pull your meat out. That's when you cross the Rubicon. Yeah, that's worse. (laughs) Yeah, I would say the the meat out. Shove a guy, shoving a man, pulling your meat out, period. Who's walking away from you, too. Shoving a guy who is like, has his back to you. Definitely, yeah, pulling your meat out. When nobody's there, still worse. If you're alone and it's like 9 p.m. and you're like, oh, oh I'm staying late. I'm, I've got to work on the Geneva account. And then you pull your meat out. Still worse than shoving a guy. And you're just walking around with your meat dangling you know, out. Yeah. Making copies and making collating printouts. Making yeah. copies. Yeah, yeah. Definitely Rob Schneider while you do this too. Um, making cockies. All right. Three teams, Knicks, Heat, the Cavies. Um, how many 
of those teams finish above the Sixers in the standings at the end of the year? Uh, one. Just one? You think so? You think Sixers think are the four seed? The three seed? I think the Sixers are the four seed. Cavs are the three seed. Knicks are the six seed. I think Sixers are a three seed, but it's like never meant less. <laughs> They're a good regular season team. They have been for years. That's true. And as long as you have Embiid, you you that can still happen. That's yeah. Right. You don't think the Harden of it all? Um, Makes this just like exponentially more combustible, Mike. I think, I think they will play above their capabilities for the first month or so, and I think some other team will fall apart, or it will be clear at some point that another team that has younger players with potential would could use Harden, or like there's going to be a situation that opens up in the first month or two of the season where it's like, oh, that's a possible trade for us. I think. And I think Daryl Moore is playing it that way. I don't agree with it. I think he should be fired. I think I think he should trade James Harden for Ben Simmons or be fired and James Harden comes back. But I trade James Harden for Ben Simmons? You're so broken, my guy. Why not? Man? Why not do it? <laughs> you're just you're just full Who taught Peter how to say my guy? Peter, where do we, what bodegas have you been going to without me? <laughs> I mean, a lot. Yeah, man. I lived York. in the city. Oh, right. You know? Shit, after. Did it roll off the tongue? I didn't even <laughs> notice it. Today, I was uh, at a WeWork, and there was some hole-in-the-wall Italian restaurant uh, that just did paninis. And uh, it was the best fucking sandwich I've ever fucking had. You mean had that literally? Time. It was like it was you so went to the bathroom, and there was like a glory hole that they slid paninis through? And they were just like, uh, gabagool, oh, and they shoved on. this prosciutto, mozzarella, <laughs> hot peppers, and a, on a fresh roll. Uh, the best part about the store was they had a sign that was just a headshot of Robert De Niro signed. And then underneath it, they wrote it like they were like a 10-year-old boy that said, Dear Mr. De Niro, thank you for saying that our sandwiches are some of the best. <laughs> I was like, clearly you wrote this after he signed your You can't <laughs> retroactively like assign meaning to the autograph. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was so good. Oh man, that was so funny. That's incredible. Uh, to take it to the West, uh, my my quick highlights: uh, Chris Paul in a Warriors jersey looks fucking insane. Did you guys I see refuse, that? I can't. I insane. I'll watch the R. I'll watch the uh, R. Kelly doc and then Michael Jackson doc before I see that. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Bradley Beal taller than I remember. He's not small. He looked. <laughs> Pretty tall next to Kevin Durant, who is, you know, seven foot tall, theoretically. I mean, Brad is a nice six eight, six seven, some change. He's a tall I, guy. In my head, he was like six four. He's man, yeah. fuck, man. Nah, we definitely I think we we did something to his his kneecaps and something happened. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, put back in when he got the Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got inserts. The calf inserts? It's just I who's um when did they play? The West is psychotic. When is the Bucks uh Suns first uh Bucks Suns game? Uh let's look. February sixth. And you in know the Phoenix, thing is and then they they play again in March seventeenth. The thing about um Brad and the Brad and Dame of it all being two guys considered superstars who just 
were playing on teams that were ass and then just got traded. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't. No one has ever said Bradley Beal is a superstar. Somebody said it once and then maybe... they took it back. Someone said it once and they took it back. And it was Bradley Beal's <laughs> mom, and it was sad. <laughs> and who was and and yeah and Wes uh, okay, who, so who gave him who gave him the contract? So what do you say, star? Star uh, player? All star at a point. All star at a I'd point. I'd say guy. all he well he's played at an all star level. He's just been on the Wizards who like get ignored. He's not been bad. He's been very good. I would say he's a superstar, and like, or at least he's like been I, a no, potential t- superstar on a on a not great team. I, I, I sort of know, man. I lean on Peter's side because it's like was Kevin Love? It's the Kevin Love theory. Was he a superstar when he was in Minnesota? Of course not. But, but I would also argue that Kevin Love in Minnesota though was like affecting them, even though they weren't winning. He was still like that dude he was is affecting like them. the he was reason aff- he is, they're winning at all. He's he's <laughs> giving them swine flu. <laughs> Infecting them. Uh, the, uh, what I was hearing announcer be like, he's heating up. It's like he's affecting them. <laughs> Sneakily, Bradley Beal's record against Dame Lillard is probably pretty good. Uh, if I remember this correctly, the Wizards would always find a way to beat the Blazers, even when both teams were good, because they were like always compared with each other. But we kind of beat them all the time. And that's oh. your Wizards preview for 2023-24. I hope Jordan Wizards Poole never takes the chain off. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jordan Poole was apparently a real star at media day today. Did you see any I of that? Mean, just a gold chain on, and he got rid of the little mutton chops. That's all we asked. Just don't have <laughs> those mutton chops for picture day. And he didn't do it, and whatever. They said his, his green light is as green as D.C., I have no idea what that means. I guess that means he – I think it means he's just tried weed for the first time. <laughs> it's definitely either a weed reference or, like, a literal, like, D.C.'s a pretty lush. It's a swampy area. It's green. It's lush. That's true. We got a nice little – we got a nice little foresty area. National Zoo. probably about the weed. That's probably weed. He definitely tried weed for the first time. Uh, Lakers, did you guys see any uh, of the Lakers stuff? There's one thing I want to, like, talk about. Go on. Yeah. So apparently LeBron James and Rui Hachimura have become very close over the summer. Rui's kind of been like training with LeBron every day, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then today LeBron said uh, that that it's like the karate kid and that he calls Rui Daniel-san and that he's Mr. Miyagi. Oh, LeBron. LeBron's gotten LeBron's, LeBron's been in the like, league hey, Bron, so long. This is another Taco Tuesday situation. Hey, Bron, a testament Bron. to him to be in the league for that long. You Bron. know? it happens to all of your your old yeah. uncles and stuff. But you know, you know, George Gervin did the same thing in like 1984 or like 85. You know, George what I'm Gervin like, did it to some guy whose name was just like Ben Smith. <laughs> Where are your parents from? <laughs> Mm. All right, well, I guess we got to do layups. Yeah, I felt a little bit like a microaggression. I know it's like not rooted in any kind of real like hatred, but uh felt a little weird. Definitely felt like Taco Tuesday all over again. Whoa. I mean, hey, Bron, man, just, just don't. Just f- read just a read book. Read the Godfather. Really, man. this time. <laughs> yeah, reread it. Um, 
what else happened? Guys, did you see last week, Friday, the apparently Salt apparently uh, Salt Lake, the Salt Lake Press uh, every year do a Utah Jazz mini camp where the oh, coaches. Oh right, they had the reporters out there. And then I guess uh, I guess this is bringing it back to the Celtics. Joe Mazzula probably I, I probably saw this last week and announced today that he's going to be running his own press mini camp next year. We need to get someone with a press pass in Boston to go to that because <laughs> I want. I want to see what, how the fuck Joe Mazzula acts. I'll go. I'll figure out a way to get us in there. All right. I think you got to be like a local Boston beat reporter. Do we know anyone? If we, we start get... now, if we start a fake like web page, can we now, get Jamel like a PO box we address can, we in can Boston? Get it by next year. All we yeah. have to do is start a YouTube and repost. Like press conferences from this season. So I, a I bunch know of times. I know Bill Simmons was and the then, Boston sports guy. Jamel, could you be the uh, the Boston sports N word? <laughs> I'm the Rhode Island. It would definitely be Rhode Island. I think it should be Boston. I think it should be called the Daily Bean. I think it should um, <laughs> the the logo should be a leprechaun with a press pass in its hat. I think, um, and there should be one. <laughs> One and and Benner should be the real by... sports N word. No. <laughs> no, no, no. You could, you could. Well, honestly, it. with that I'll mustache, man, okay. you definitely could get some white people in Boston calling you the N word, Mike. It feels like. Uh... No, no, yeah, out of fun, out of love. Out of like, right oh, we, we're we're yeah, yeah, we're yeah. safe with him. <laughs> yeah, you really believe it comes out of my like mouth. This guy, we, yeah. we trust him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guys, uh, media day, what a blast every year. Uh, if you're listening and we missed anything you want us to talk about, hit us up in Twitter or in the, or on the Patreon, get on the discord and we'll talk about it on this week's Patreon. Um, is there anything else we want to mention? Oh, uh, WMA finals begin this Sunday. Yes, Uh, sir. Fucking pumped for that. It's finally here. It's finally here, gentlemen. It's exactly what we predicted the entire congratulations. time. I mean, congratulations to both teams for um, withstanding the long season. Uh, the round one of the playoffs feels like as long as the regular season. And uh, they all got through, and we needed them to, and they did it. So, hopefully, we it get is some very, good ball. And nobody's hurt. Full rosters. It feels like, you know? Mm-hmm. Except for Candace Parker, maybe. Is Candace Parker not playing? Or should, does she just not play because – I think they she's kind of like, I'm going to keep winning. I'll just sit around and collect a ring. Yeah, yeah. She's working on, um, she's doing like some pre-tape stuff with like a CGI D-Wade right now. Yeah, she's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> There's no timetable currently for, for her return yet. But that's it. I mean, everybody else is around and um, yeah. I'm, yeah. They don't. I mean, they need her, but they don't need her right now. Give me Vegas in Game One. I think Game. I think Vegas made a statement, closing out the series the way they did. Also, I think New York closing it out in Connecticut was big time too. It was a rough mm-hmm. game. I knew their their run to the playoffs was going to be the hard one. It was like one easy path and one fucked up path, and they had the fucked up path, and they look. They look. It's not. It's going five. This has to go five. 
It will go five. Uh, shout out to Alyssa Thomas, who uh, seemed genuinely emotional about the season ending and her not getting MVP. And my she pick just, was Asia for MVP, but she I mean, plays I on she the fucking Bills. Steve. She plays on the girl Buffalo Bills. Way to describe them. That is spot on. She is like the Jim Kelly the, of the Connecticut the Buffalo Bills. She's literally <laughs> Thurman Thomas. She and Jim Kelly. She's Thurman Thomas and Jim Kelly Let's and go. Don Beebe. She's all three of them. Um. All right. Well, ah. let's wrap it up, guys. I got a soccer match to get to. Yeah, I'll see you. I'll see you about the uh, eighth minute, Benner. I'll see you there. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Patreon.com oh, slash Airbuds Pod. Bye. Yes, sir. <laughs> we're back. Thanks for listening. Well. We're I, back. I, he said that. I said it too.